everyone. Welcome to the win with Heather Havenwood. And I'm thinking about changing the name, actually, believe it or not, to the Winner's Edge. What do you think of that? My name is Heather Havenwood, and, you know, I am now doing some really cool stuff for 2017, and I just want to share that with you because I think you can take some of this stuff on yourself or maybe not, but uh, you'll be, you know, this particular podcast is going to be the end of 2016. We're in December. We're, we're, we're closing up a very interesting year for a lot of reasons, obviously the election, Different things have happened politically. Different things have happened in other um, parts of the world. War, but Brexit. I mean, I can go on and on and on about major, major things have changed. The stock market is an all-time high. We're almost, almost close to, we passed 19.5, which is crazy. The fact that we've been hit 19,000, uh, now we're at 19.5. There's just so many things that have happened. And I feel that entrepreneurs have a... God, we just have such opportunity coming up in 2017. I really feel it is now the time. If you've never started a business or you're like what I call hobbying a business, I cannot express to you enough how much 2017 will be a breaking year in entrepreneurship. And I feel one of the reasons is because in the White House, we now have an entrepreneur running the White House. I really honestly believe that. It's the first time in history that someone who's running the country also is a true entrepreneur and not just a great communicator. So that's what I believe. It actually has opened up the conversation to have those conversations that politics and business do uh, go hand in hand. They do go hand in hand. And if you're ignoring one versus the other. So I kind of want to go into something that I'm doing. And I ran across this very interesting thing called tidying, tidying, you've heard of tidying? No, it's not cleaning up. And this comes from, um, first of all, first of all, you have to know that over the years, my nineties and twenties, I had like four or five storage units. Right. And finally in my early thirties, um, right before my bankruptcy, actually, I went around the country, got all these storage units and, and shipped them to my place in Florida and went through all this stuff. I cleaned out so much stuff. And since then, my mom has passed away um, and all of her stuff actually burned up. We stored it after her death and then uh, passing away. And then that storage unit like burned up. So I'm in this weird space now of like, I've cleared out a bunch of stuff, but, um, and then most of my, the, like the heirlooms have caught on fire a couple years ago. And I'm in this weird place of like, what I call tidying. And it's a distinction that I ran across. It's a book by, it's called the Con Mary Way, M-A-R-I. This is a person, God, this is cool. She's a Japanese woman. She's written a book. She's written a book on the decluttering, but in a very unique way, because when I've looked at decluttering my house or uh, my closet or whatever, I look at it from got to get down to a little bit, got to remove, eliminate, 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 let go, let go. Very different than almost like a, a scarcity. I always come from a place of scarcity, you know, release, release, release versus she comes from a totally different place. And what I'm going to be doing all next week is going through my entire house slash condo and I'm going to be going through the her process. And oh my God, it is 
I, I have a feeling that's going to be revolutionary because I'm going to share it with you, with you. First of all, before you do anything, she says, you want to actually ask the question, what's important to you? What's it? Why are you doing this? What's important to you? For me, it's happiness and clarity because I have a saying, confusion, mind never buys. Does this feed my confusion or strengthen my clarity? The more clear we are, the more successful we can be because confusion never buys. And we as human beings don't take action unless we're clear. Okay. So I, I believe that wholeheartedly. So mine is happiness, clarity, peace of mind. When you walk into a, a space, that's why I, I love hotel rooms. Like I walk into this beautiful hotel room, everything's perfect. And then all of a sudden my brain can just like be peaceful and focus on other stuff. Because I have ADD. So if I walk into a room and it's, it's cluttery, my brain sees all the clutter and I can't really think. So this is for me. Again, it's like happiness, clarity, peace of mind, simplicity, and like control. Control of feeling like being able to let go. So my ideal life is clarity and simple and tidy and open space. I really love tidy and open space. The challenge with me, like my thing, is papers and books. Okay. So in the last month, in my old view of decluttering. Okay. I have been going through like medicine cabinets and my bathroom and, um, my kitchen and letting go of a bunch of stuff. And I have, I have let go of stuff, but the thing that I have a hard time letting go of is paper. Oh my gosh, paper and, um, old mail, direct response mail books. That's a big one. So if you go to my office, I mean, it's not, it's, it's heavy. There's a lot of stuff in it. It's put away, but it's like heavy. There's a lot there. So this is what she says. Now, I haven't gone through this process yet. And you can look her online. She's this amazing Japanese woman who wrote this book. And it's like a number one bestseller. And she can't even speak English. And so everywhere she goes, she speaks in and in, does interpretation. There's someone who comes with her who's an interpreter, which I find fascinating within itself. So you got to check it out. Go check on her online. Um, again, it's Mari way. So a couple of things. This is what she says first. First, discard first. Okay, let me say that's weird. The first thing you do, start step one, start by discarding. Now, you don't discard by room, which is where, like, I've always gone, like, the bathroom and then, you know, the, the kitchen and, oh, that closet. You know, we just, that's how I've been taught, discard by category, by um, room. She's like, no, 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 discard, or she calls it tidying, tidying. Because she has this view that if you have a lot of stuff, that's fine. It's not about trying to get down smaller, all right? It's about, okay, you've got a lot of stuff. That's fine, but still tidy your stuff. And she says, tidy it out by category. So here's what she means. This is so great. So then now she gives you an order you have to do it in. And there's a reason. There's a psychological reason, actually. So the first thing you, you go through when you go through the process is close. So you go through your house, like if it's your, if you, right, going through, you go through your house and gather all your clothes. So that means if you have your clothes in like three closets, you pull them all out. You pull them all out. Not like closet time. No, you pull them all out. You get them all in one place. You pull them, everything out of the closets and you put it in one area and you go through everything. They call it discarding first and lay it all out, lay it all out. Okay. Then you go through all of your stuff, tops, bottoms, clothes that should be hung. She talks about how most clothes clothes actually should not be hung anyway socks underwear bags accessories uh clothes for special events shoes she says go through all clothes first discard first now what she says is instead of like can i fit in it oh, of course you know can i fit in it this is the question she asks first she says touch each clothing touch each thing and then ask the question does this spark joy okay now look 
when I first heard this, I'm like, this sounds really weird. Here's what I'm starting to think what this is going to be about. She said, first of all, the clothes have been hanging in your closet and they're like dead energy. That's what she calls about. And so touching it creates and sparks and uh, basically turns on the clothes. And you're going to feel, she's like, your body will touch the pair of clothing and go, it excites you or it drains your energy. And I kind of have a feeling, I can even think of things right now that I know the fit, that are great pizza clothing, but they don't spark joy. Like I don't enjoy wearing them. And that's what she means. So I find it interesting too, that she wants to do clothes first. Cause I had it in my head when I started going like researching this, like I'm doing papers first. Papers are like the third thing on the list. And she's like, you gotta go in order. Now going back to the spark of joy, she says touch each item and ask the question, does this spark joy? All right. And does it have a purpose in your life? Right. Um, and then if it doesn't, you let it go with gratitude. Like, thank you for coming in my life and let it go and moving on. What she's sharing with, which I found really interesting. She said, as you move through your stuff, you're literally letting go of the past and creating a new future. She also talks about with her, uh, structure that once you tidy once, you'll never do it again. Meaning you'll never have to do it like year after year after year after year after year. Right. It's none of that. It's not like a declutter every spring kind of thing. It's like once you really like truly go through the process, you'll never have to do it again, which for me is like, really? Like, I don't even believe it. So next week I'm taking the entire week, the week before Christmas and I'm tidying, they call it tidying, tidying. So, and this, she says something about this is your body reacts to the things that you love. Your body reacts to things you love. So a few things she also says, don't do it with anybody else. Do it by yourself. Number one, number two, no music. Why? She says no music because she wants you to like literally tap into your body and see if your body sparks joy or your body loves that item. Then the idea is you end up with a home that everything that you have around you and you see sparks joy in your life. It doesn't bring you negatively down. It literally sparks joy. And I really like this. This is a totally different view, right? Because I remember when I was a kid, my mom was like, you need to go through your closet. And it was always like, but I like this shirt. And it's like, well, you're, you know, you're no longer six anymore. I'm like, but I still like it. It kind of fits, you know? Um, and it came from a different place or don't let go of that, that jacket. We can't afford another one, you know, scarcity. This comes from a whole new place. I'm kind of excited about now let's go into papers and books because look, this is a business podcast, right? And I don't know about you, but if you've ever seen me on video and there's this big black screen behind me, there's a reason because there's this huge closet behind me and the closet is full of Oh, I have a lot of electronics that probably don't even work. Um, I have a ton of direct response mail, like I've saved over the years. I have stationery. I mean, it's just so much stuff, right? Boxes of empty boxes, <laughs> right? I mean, I have tons of things. So this is what she says about papers. First of all, order. Order one, close. Number two, books. Books is second. Number three is papers. All right, let's let's go into books, which will move kind of into papers. Okay, so books, she says, again, go around your home and gather all the books. Not, not just like your office. Go around the whole 
home and gather all the books, put them in one location. Because what she says is you want to, the whole part of the exercise is to start to see what you really have. Because when you put it all in one big, huge pile, you're like, whoa, got a lot of stuff. You know, so that's kind of the point is to kind of open your eyes. So then she says to then put the books into pleasure, which is general, um, like like categorize them practical, which is reference and cookbooks, visual, which is like photography collections, and then magazines. She says, then place them in these different orders. Okay. In these category orders, then go through each book. And again, she says, pick up each book. So this is what's so really cool about this is that I have a ton of books. I really do. I got a ton of books and I have this fear of letting go of books. Like one day I'm going to read that, you know, or one day I'm going to need that or, it's, it's definitely a fear of a lack, a lack that I'm not smart enough. I've always had that. But I don't think I'm smart enough. So I have a hard time letting go of papers and seminars and events because I'm like, one day I'll need that. So it's going to be interesting to me. Again, I haven't done this yet. So I'm over here talking about a guy had this handled and I haven't even done it yet. Okay. So uh, I'm actually, you know, curious how this process is going to go. Really? No kidding. All right. So that's books. The other thing with papers, because that's really the nitty gritty for me, she says, place them in all in one big area. And then her recommendation for paper is discard everything. <laughs> She's like, just get rid of all of it. However, she understands there's a lot of things of what you have to keep, right? Taxes and contracts. So she says, place in two piles, keep in pending file, right? And she also says, keep things because you love them, not just because. Papers are organized into three categories. Needs attention, needs attention, like needs something to do right now. Should be saved, contractual documents, taxes. And then the third, and should be saved. Meaning uh, it, it should be saved, but doesn't really have to be saved. That's others, okay? So those are the three sections that you put papers in. And then her big thing is let it go, let it go, let it go. Like literally there's no reason for paper that that's her big push of like, there really is no need for paper. Now I know for me, that's going to be super, super challenging. And we'll see. We'll see. Start to respect loose change because coins are useful money. That was a good one. Um, she talked about getting rid of gifts Gifts that people give you, especially for Christmas time, get rid of gifts that don't suit you as the true meaning of gift is to be received. So her point is like, if you receive the gift from your friend, loved one, you know, sibling, whatever, the, the, the action of the receiving, right, you've already received. So the item, the item, if it doesn't suit you, you can let it go. Okay, so the act of the receive is not in the gift. It's in the action of giving the gift. And I just absolutely love that part, too. A friend of mine said this to me a long time ago. She's like, you know, because I was going through a ton of memories and I would look at this like little figurine and I'm like, I don't want to let it go. And she's like, OK, but let's remember who who gave it to you. And I would say the person's name. They go, what do you remember most about that experience? And I would share the whole experience and they go, great. Hold on to that memory hold on to the memory and then let the figurine go and then hold on to the memory. And so that one's really cool. And she talked about a few things. This I found this is cool. Detoxing your home can lead to detoxing your body. I 100% that, believe that. In fact, many people lose weight going through the process. 
I completely believe that. Also, she talks about clear mind. Um, you know, when you have a clear mind when books and documents are, have been discarded. She talked about clearing your mind. She, uh, one of her sayings is your real life begins after putting your house in order. Again, since, especially for me, I work and live at home and work and everything, do so much time here. It becomes an extension of myself and I'm looking forward to creating a new self. And I think it starts with the, the possessions I have. And she talks about that possessions are a part of your life and then always thank your possessions. All right. They enjoy having their home. This is another thing about storage. She talks about, she does, she doesn't believe in storing your objects if possible and that your, your objects want to have a home. Okay. And she says, if she doesn't know where to put something, she'll ask the thing, like, where do you want your home to be? I thought that really interesting, like add energy to a thing to say, hey, where do you like, where do you want to be displayed? I thought that was really cool. And then, of course, I listened to an interview of her and someone was like, what if I have a husband that doesn't want to do, you know, all that. And he she said, here's what you do. You practice for yourself first and then allow your family to watch. So she talked about children, right? Talked about children and how there was a mother talking about like, well, I really want my kids to do this. And she said, well, first of all, you, it's not about pressuring them. It's about helping them tidy, right? And that they, when they tidy and you teach them how to tidy and come from joy and fun, they're not going to think of it as cleaning their room or cleaning their space. They're going to come from a different, different kind of view. So I really like that one. Uh, let's see. Okay. So here's the, the five steps, ready? Start by discarding Remember, by category. So you tidy by category, lay it all out, whatever the thing is, and then you tidy in the right order, right? So you do clothes, books, papers, miscellaneous, and then mementos in that order. And then as you discard, you thank your things as you discard them. And then you designate a space for each item. Like this is your space. Uh, you know, I live in Austin and it's not super cold here. We don't have like super, super winters, but she did say that she doesn't believe in having like you know, storage for, um, let's see, storage for winter items versus summer, that all items should be seen. I, that's, that's a new one for me. You know, I'm like, wow, really? Cause it would create so much more space. Um, so that's interesting. The other thing she talked about was folding. Now, when I, when I heard about the folding thing, I'm like, what's the big deal? It's just folding. Okay. So you go on, go into YouTube, check it out, go into YouTube and literally type in con Mari way folding. She has how to fold underwear, how to fold uh, socks. Now the socks, the, most of them I was like, okay, I get that's cool. The socks thing was really interesting to me because I'm one of those people. My mom taught me this. You take the socks and then you fold the top together. Like they, you fold them out. So they're all squanched, right? She says in her little like Japanese voice, your, you know, your, uh, socks, they have, uh, They've worked so hard for you all day. Don't squinch them. They need time to breathe. <laughs> you know, so she has this particular way of folding so that they they breathe and they rest for you. And I just I just found that it was so adorable and so cute. And I'm like, I wonder what my life's gonna be like after this. And then the other thing about folding is she she teaches you how to fold so that your shirts and and your socks and like stuff like that stand up. Like literally stand up, not fold down. Like they stand up. So again, I think it's super, super, um, really cool. And when you touch the item, you're waking it up. 
Okay. So, okay. So this is really kind of interesting. You're thinking to myself, what, what does this have to do with anything? Um, I, I'm just kind of sharing with you because for me, I don't like going through books. I don't like going through papers. I don't like going through all that because I had this massive fear around, I've been to so many events. I have, I have literally spent, I don't know how many thousands of hours in a seminar room being at real estate events, financial events, personal development events, internet marketing events. I've been to so many events in my life. I mean, at one point I've 450 seminars I have put together and imagine each event is three days, right? So imagine all those hours of learning and, and, and tapes of books and CDs and pamphlets and journals and all these things that I just feel I spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that I don't want to let go. And now I'm like in total fear. So that's why I'm doing this is because she talks about as you touch the item, you're actually processing your life so that you can let it go. Right. So I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. I highly encourage you to do it. We are at the beginning of a new year. Um, and I just highly suggest you check it out. There is a PDF that this is going Lavendier did. I actually put it on my Facebook page and she read the book. I read the book in one day. She read the book too. And she put this little like, PDF together, which I thought was super cool. And she calls it how to tidy the con Mari way. And she gives you step one through five, which is, which is what I just said. Start one by discarding two tidy by category, lay it all out three tidy in the right order. Four, thank your things as you discard them. And five, designate a space for each each item. And then again, in the order, it's clothes, books, papers, miscellaneous mementos. So she talks about mementos is always the last thing because it's the hardest. I think she's doing a double psychology on me, to be honest, because I think the hardest thing for women to go through is clothes. Because it's like, what if I need that? Or, oh, that doesn't fit anymore. Oh, that's my skinny jeans. I mean, all that goes into play when you're dealing with clothes. Um, and I think with women specifically, it can be really challenging. So I just encourage you as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, stay-at-home mom, solo entrepreneur, you work from home, to tidy up your office space, to tidy up your bedroom, to tidy up your whole whole house and see what happens see what happens when you start tidying up your life and tying up the loose ends um things start to change in your life things start to really shift in your life i do know that from my own experience and uh just to leave it with this and again you're probably thinking this is crazy but um i'm kind of a feng shui girl every year i have someone come in and like re-feng shui for the year and I learned quickly um, that the bedroom, even if you're single or not, or with a significant or not, the bedroom should be free of TVs, should be free of all electronic devices, maybe having a cell phone next to you, but I even suggest to have it in a different room. Your bedroom is designed for one thing. Well, two things, right? Sleep and sexual activity. <laughs> Sleep, rest, and intimacy. And I've really taken that on. Uh, I've taken that on for many years, ever since I got my feng shui girl here, because I really believe that. I believe that. I don't have a TV in my room. I don't. I do have a cord to sometimes charge my phone. I do have that. But usually I, I put it downstairs or in a different room. 
um, because I don't want people texting me or Skyping me or kinds of weird stuff at night. And that's the only, that's, I don't have electronics in, in the, in my bedroom at all. Um, it's really designed for sleep and focus and rest and relaxation and meditation and shutting down the brain. So I highly suggest you do that. So anyway, this is Heather Havenwood. We are going to be wrapping up 2016 and moving to the 2017. I got a lot of fun things and new things going on. I just would love to hear from you. You can email me always at heather at sexybossinc.com. If you're interested in having me on one of your shows or, you know, talking to me um, about other things, you can always email us at media at sexybossinc.com. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for a great year in 2016. I look forward to an amazing year, 2017. And I just want to shout out to our sponsors. Think Ific. If you are interested in creating a business uh, from the knowledge in your head, you need to go check out Think Ific right away. And there is a special at Heather Havenwood dot com forward slash thinkific that's heatherhavenwood.com forward slash thinkific and you're a business owner and you're like wow i need to really build my list but i don't like that email thing let's try text messaging and the company that does that is mobit go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash mobit or you can text the word sexy to 72,000. Text the word sexy to 72,000. And I just really want to shout out to all my sponsors and my beloved uh, producer, Brittany and social media, Angela, for the an amazing year in 2016. I look forward to an amazing 2017. You guys have a great Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, no matter where you're at. Do you suffer from bloating, constipation, science problems, extra fat around the middle? Then you might have candida in the body. Candida is a yeast that is in your blood. And to get rid of the candida, you need more than just an intensive colon cleanse. You need Ultra Slim Cleanse by E2 Lab. Ultra Slim Cleanse helps reduce candida, which can cause inflammation throughout the body. Ultra Slim Cleanse can go into your blood and pull out the toxins that cause gas, bloating, and other symptoms of yeast growth. Go check out heatherhavenwood.com forward slash slim to watch a video from founder Dr. Don. Are you ready to get back to skinny? Go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash slim to get ultra slim cleanse.